Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Because I'm strong and you're weak. Because I'm the type of guy that everyone here wants to be like and you are pathetic. That's the way it is. It's the way it's always going to be. And there's nothing you or your pencil neck geek friends can do or say about it. Comprende, dickhead? I heard that. You motherfuckers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lunatic Radio Show. If you're listening on podcast, you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. But I started the feed for the show, and I realized that I, I have no ability to cut your mics off. You can't stop us. Uh, word up. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lunatic Radio Show. I'm Kieran. That's uh, John and Josh Gogan joining me on a Friday night. It's Memorial, Memorial Day weekend. Mimosa Day? Memorial, Memorial, Memorial Day weekend. Word up. Welcome everybody listening live. By the way, 716-325-0299. Phone number to call into the radio program. Instagram, at Lunatic Radio. Twitter, at Lunatic Radio. Yeah, that's us. Comedy talk radio broadcast. Podcast, 18 years. Go, John and Josh. What do you got to say? Say hello. <laughs> The second time we're doing this. Yeah. Here, here, 18 years. 18 years. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I had to do a do-over. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot to do on uh, today's radio program because we're going to talk about other podcasts. That's what we're going to do. So strap yourself in for some entertainment, everybody. There actually is a podcast, a fairly successful podcast that all they do is cover other podcasts. Really? And your video yeah. feed just went down. Now it came back up. Thank God. There we go. Yeah. There is a pod. I'm sure there's a million podcasts that cover other podcasts. Right. And now this is one of them. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a podcast that we kind of came up with that started about a year or two years after us that all he does is cover what everybody else does. In podcast, and he complains about it. That's what so, that's what people do. I don't know. I think it's I think it's great though. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of news going on podcasting this week. And when you look at when you think about it, the amount of time that you've been doing this, I'm a real loser. Makes, <laughs> no, no. But it's there. It's one of those things where when when. When you start anything, not you know, you're a kid and you you grow up thinking, all right, America is a meritocracy. A meritocracy. If good, yeah. And if you're good, you put in your time, you put in your dues, you're gonna make it eventually. Something's right. gonna happen for you. It's gonna be but no, nobody tells you no, no, no. It's also who you know, being in the right place at the right time, kissing the right ass, you know, giving the right hand jobs, that kind of thing. That's really gonna is what's gonna move you ahead. Because there's podcasts out there who have just started six weeks ago that are already, you know, top of iTunes kind of stuff. Right. Right. And and you're referring to the Joe Rogans of the world. Which Well, Joe he, Rogan. He completely deserves it. He deserves his. Joe Rogan's a little different. Joe Rogan's a little bit different because he had a career before that. I don't count Joe Rogan. I don't count Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla, is, I'll give Adam Carolla tons of credit because he started something altogether different. He went off on his own to do it. He's like, I'm done with radio. I'm going into podcasting. And right. He built a network. Good for him. Rogan stumbled into it. 
But Rogan, Rogan seems like the kind of guy that stumbles into everything in his entire career. Yeah, no, I, I think it's because he has some sort of genius photographic memory or something. He literally just, I think, he li- when I've, I, I've seen Joe Rogan's, when he even actually did them and performed them live, his first podcast, and they were literally him just flipping over, open his laptop, using the laptop mic, uh, uh, camera, and filming him in Red Band doing the Joe Rogan podcast or experience. And I, I like the guy and what he's done has been amazing. And, yeah. and his contribution to podcasting is, you know, very few people will be able to claim what he did. Adam Carolla is another one, but Rogan had uh, fear factor, the UFC news radio, Opie and Anthony, all this stuff behind him when he started. Right. So you start famous and continue to be famous. That's not impressive to me. Start famous and legendary. That's, that is impressive. That's kind of what's happening with him. He's the voice of the generation. Happens. He's but the then voice. You have, then he's, you have other podcasts, buddy. Rogan's gone to the one name. Like I just said, Rogan. People know who yeah. Rogan is. I don't have to say Joe Rogan. I just say Rogan people, and people know who he is. There's all kinds of slang. I mean, people make fun of Alpha Brain because of Joe Rogan. And it's like. You know exactly what they're talking about. Oh, I took my alpha brain. Mm. You're making fun of Joe Rogan selling alpha brain. That's right. what you're doing. Josh is referring to uh, Joe Rogan's, uh, I guess, post on Instagram this week. You said you don't need to explain that. Well, We're talking about Joe Rogan. Well, I'm comedian. just saying. Well, 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 some podcast. people don't know. <laughs> people don't know that he explained on Instagram that, you know, he's going to be exclusive with Spotify. Starting oh, right. yeah. January 1st, you know, he's going to be exclusive well, video content and uh, audio. So which I didn't know Spotify, Spotify had video. Yeah. Content. How does that even work? Because, yeah, Spotify is not known for video. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, like that, 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 that's something I'm interested in because I, I would like to throw the video of this on Spotify. That would be great. Yeah. If I could do that. And then um, he's also going to be allowed clips on YouTube, which you have to because that's where everybody goes. The thing that gets me is, um, did you hear Alex Jones talking about the whole move? No. Alex Jones's take was, you know, I talked to Joe Rogan and we (laughs) talked for 45 minutes and he's going to war. He's going to war with YouTube and Google. And uh, I was like, yeah, is he? Or was he offered over a hundred million (laughs) dollars and he took it? Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, that was supposed which, to be the thing. Which was it? Was the big tech. He was going to go after like the, the big tech and the censorship and, and all yeah. that stuff. And it's like, well, you, you can't just do that and go for another big tech company. Yeah, Spotify's big tech too. You've the, been better off going to JoeRogan.com and doing your own platform right. just right from there. And just or be like, just look, go, that's what we're doing. Or go to the, what is Alex's thing? The, uh, the freedom only TV or whatever, whatever his band, band.tv. Right. Uh, I, don't I don't know. But go to Alex's network. If you want to really stick it to the man, but no, he's going to Spotify and they're still going to run stuff through YouTube. And the you, know, ins- you can, the ins- you, can, you can paint it that way as you're being the anti big tech guy. Uh, I, the insanity that somebody can make a hundred million dollars or potentially make a hundred million dollars plus just by talking into a microphone and interviewing some people that do different things in life is insane to me. Kieran, <laughs> that is Kieran. an insane amount of money. Is that any more insane than Howard Stern's half a billion dollars for Sirius XM? Uh, no, I mean, on the downstroke of his career. But I feel like Howard has earned it almost. I feel like you know, Howard, Rogan's- I think, no, I think Rogan has certainly earned his hundred million dollars. But 
you know, if you say, is Howard worth a half a billion? Yes, I think Howard's worth a half a billion. Well, Absolutely. yeah, because he got it from SiriusXM, so it's in his bank account. Yeah, no, I mean, but he put in the way you put for years. I mean, you can go back to, you know, through Howard's archives and be like, oh, fuck, this is good, too. You know, you can pick a year. You can pick a fucking month. You're going to be entertained. You can pick a, you know, any random show you're going to be entertained. The guy's fucking great. I accept your challenge. I would tell you, there are some, I mean, I'm not, I think Joe Rogan's great. I think his mind is brilliant. I think he's unique in the way where his brain is different than than a lot of people. Um, but I forget where I was fucking going. <laughs> you were sucking Howard's dick is what you were doing. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, it's but so I mean, there are some, there are some, yeah, you, actually you got me. Um, there are <laughs> some, there are some episodes of Joe Rogan where I'm just like, eh, not interesting. Oh, yeah. Not interested. It's just like you know. It's almost like a, a library talk, and I'm just like I don't because know because <laughs> Howard Stern was out. putting on a show. Yeah, Howard's putting on a show. Joe Rogan is having a conversation. Yeah, it's like a you know three hours sixty minutes interview. Yeah, the long, the long form conversation. Yeah, and to, well, I will not, say this too: Howard Stern is has at least um, John Dean consistency is the word. But Howard Stern, if you listen to him and he says one thing. You turn in the next week, he'll be saying the same thing. I feel Whereas like, Joe Rogan will say one thing with one guest and another thing with another guest. Yeah. I feel like it's John yeah. I, I feel like John D. Noodle is my doppelganger in just in Germany. Because I was thinking about this this week and he writes in the chat room, at least Howard Stern had to fart into a mic to make his money. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. So some reason oh, this God. week, I was like, when was the last time a fucking talk show personality farted into a microphone? Jim Norton. He, does he do it daily? I haven't heard him. Oh, daily. Uh, it's often. Really does. It's often. Yeah. That's what Chip Chipperson is. It's really Jim's uh, farts. I'm not fucking concerned about Joe Rogan making 100 million. I'm actually happy for him. I think he's a. Yeah. I think he's worth it. I think he's going to be. He needs I, the money. I think the Spotify thing's going to be great. I think he's. You know, he's the voice of a generation already. It's just only going to cement his. His legacy, and I, I think he's going to go on to do great things, and then people will get bored of him, and then people are going to get uh, nostalgic. He's going to grow old and be a fucking gazillionaire. So, see you I later, Joe. Yeah. Have a good run. You're the great. He's 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 the next Howard Stern. He's the next guy that has that kind of career. You know, uh, even though I, a podcasting is a different medium than radio. Go ahead, Joe. John. Like a year ago, I think I was done with him. Like I, I would listen pretty consistently. Um, and then I went from listening to every show to like picking and choosing guests. And then now it's just kind of like, unless something, you know, the, the last one, like Elon Musk came back on. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll check it out until I remember how Elon Musk talks. Right. And then I was like, oh my God. And how much Joe Rogan fills in the gaps with just like, you're the greatest ever. Oh yeah. my God. Like if he's into somebody, ah, oh. yeah. Joe's I don't like how he doesn't push back or he doesn't question yeah. any of that stuff. Oh, John, uh, John D. Noodles correcting me. Apparently, Tom Segura has uh, a dedicated fart mic in his podcast. Yeah, that's studio. probably accurate. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. See, I'm not, I'm not up. I don't, I don't listen to anybody else's podcast. I really, I do mine. That's, I have enough time to do mine and that's it. And I, and I peace out and I go home. But, John, I'm on the same tip as you with the Rogan thing. Like, I can only, yeah. I can only watch it when there's a guest on that I can. And I, I don't even, I watch it for like 20 minutes at most before I'm going to bed. Like I'm in bed watching it on my phone and I'm like, you know, 
but it's almost know, too much. It's almost too much content. Really, it, it is. So is like I, I don't think. I don't think right? he should do as much as he does. I don't think he should do as much as he, he does. Like five shows a week or four shows a oh. week. I'm like, it, it, you know, one or I two is you, good. I but, will bet you now that he has that contract, he won't. He might dial it back. He'll, want, dial, he'll dial it back. I, I do wonder what does the contract do though? Like. Does it put him in a box? Is he going to have to change anything or not be as vocal on certain things? Or I don't know. And I also wonder, do all the Joe Rogan uh, hangers-on follow him? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Does I don't... the fighter and the kid oh, Does right. that show go there, too? Are they allowed to go to the they... yeah. yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Remember when podcasting then... was just a little fun thing that no one uh, really knew about? And it was like... It used to be, yeah. For, for you know, your average Joe... Would have a, have a chance to have a voice. <laughs> now it's bigger than radio. Remember when radio guys on radio used to talk about? Oh, I think podcasting kind of might might be uh, the next thing. Well, here it is. It's right here. It is the. It's bigger than radio. Podcasting yeah. is bigger than radio. And the be. I think the next step is the ability. Like I'm, I was wondering with Rogan signing that deal with. Spotify. I'm like, is Rogan going to be able to play shit now? Can Rogan have like rejoiner music? Can Rogan ah. take breaks? Can Rogan play, you know, clips from shows? Can can he do or more? YouTube I mean, video? if you're doing a hundred million dollar contract, you know, with the the metrics and analytics and all this could be worth a hundred million plus. He's got to be able to do that kind of stuff. It won't be just like. And we're live. Okay, fucking if, Tony Hawk. How yeah. are you? you know? Should you be on Spotify? It should be just like SiriusXM where you have access to their entire library. It so should be. It should be like that. It should be, be you know, if he's going to do a segment on Jimi Hendrix or something or some band, he should be yeah. able to play the fucking music. Is that the case? I would imagine it is. For $100 million, and, uh, you know, if I were in that negotiating room, I'd be like, okay, you know, let's get a broadcasting license to be able to play all this shit because I want to be able to do it to spice up the show. If I have a thought about something in middle podcast or whatever, but what did I do? You guys just motioned. Tied no, no. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. That's all it was. <laughs> I had something to comment on. I was like, uh. I, I do want to know. I do want to know though. Had they said like, is it, is it going to be only for the Spotify pace pay service? Oh, or is it like, you'll be listening to, Joe Rogan, but it'd be random if you're not paying. Well, you're listen. Actually, you know what it is? I guarantee you, you won't have to pay for it, but you'll they'll do the commercial breaks in between because they know you're going to listen. And then you can get without commercial breaks. If you pay for it, you get it without commercial breaks. And then I did have the question. I do remember what it was now. I heard, I thought somewhere that for on his own platform when he was doing his own thing, at the peak of his his deals or whatever, he was making like 75 grand an episode. Wow. Is that not, was that my maybe I, I it would make sense. I, saw, I, I would believe it. I remember, um, yeah, I remember some sort of list on the internet where I was like it, it broke down what certain podcasters like Bill Burr and Rogan make yeah, per you, episode. And it, like I think Rogan at the time when I looked at it, this is years ago, was like thirteen grand an episode or something like that. It was like you keep throwing around the figure that's twenty mil. I mean that's twenty mil a year if you were doing yeah. you know that's you, a lot. You keep throwing around a hundred mil. Yeah. That's the low end. No, they said they it's said that over he, yeah, the, the, right, the report no. was over a hundred mil. I heard it could be as high as two hundred. Yeah, right. Yeah, they, yeah. Because it's not like they just handed him a hundred mil and said, "Come do the show." 
it's based on like and how many people listen and you know the whole algorithm thing or whatever the fuck it could is. also be like it could be like a hundred mil cash and some and then some spotify points and then this and then yeah. you know benefits and and then does he get to still advertise on it and stuff because then he's part of that right like he makes yeah, money that's on part it. of his thing too. yeah so then he gets advertised on it on spotify he might be able to do on it but not everything else okay yeah, uh, Jace Cardrani, Jace Card Driver. Is that fucking, is that Virgin Zach? I can't remember. Uh, sounds like YouTube was not allowing certain guests. That's why Brogan yeah, left. I did hear that rumor that, that YouTube denied him Alex Jones and, uh, uh denied it. There's two doctors that were on YouTube. Oh, yeah. That got banned. I was he actually wanted, wondering. He wanted to talk to them. Really? Because I was YouTube wondering. said no. I was like, yeah, he should talk. He should talk to those guys. And that seems like a Joe Rogan thing to do. That's the rumor. Uh, huh? Griffin, Griffin in the chat room is thinking, is Spotify going to be any different than YouTube? Are they going to start, you know, not allowing certain guests? Probably. Once they what, get big yeah, enough. Yeah, that was my question too, was like, what is this? Is he going to be constrained? Is so, he in a box? Right. My, my thing, my thing to you guys is, is a lot of people are saying, oh, this is going to hurt YouTube. YouTube's going to learn a lesson from here. Are they? No. Do you think YouTube is going to suffer at all from this? Because they, their biggest streamer was PewDiePie. And when PewDiePie PewDiePie? Left, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he was massive. What the fuck is left, PewDiePie? He go to, um, what, did he eat a gun? Another, no, he went to like some his own or some. He went to some B. Like he went to some other, yeah, other yeah. streaming service for, for the, the most part. Knows. And uh, YouTube didn't bat an eye. Yeah, they did. Well, now when you start losing your huge players, you lose PewDiePie, you lose Joe Rogan, you lose. Well, here's the thing, though, but they created this platform and then content creators came to them. Rogan went to fucking YouTube. PewDiePie came on YouTube. YouTube is a giant compared to the guy that comes to them. Is anybody going to really follow Rogan and stop with YouTube? No, they may Probably go to Spotify, not. but they're not quitting YouTube. Nobody's right. quitting YouTube. It's not going to no, hurt YouTube. No, I'm D-Live. not, I'm not quitting John YouTube. John D-Live. But not only that, but when YouTube was young, they were courting after these guys. Mm. The guys that were on there making regular content and decent stuff, YouTube started going after them saying, look, let's partner together. Started bringing them to the partner program. Right. And then right. once once YouTube got so big, then they just started They started getting into whatever. They're picking and choosing how, um, for whatever reasons. And started screwing people over. Uh, Rogan is still going to have highlight clips on YouTube. All right. So he'll, yeah. he'll still, he has to. He should do low light. It should be how, all him just making noises and breathing. Because, and, again, YouTube is is where people go and discover things. Because John, it just pops up in your... In your uh, John D. Noodle's like the information center. Every time he types oh. into our chat room live, it's some sort of little piece of information about Joe Rogan in the podcasting world. Thank you, John D. Noodle from Germany. Guys, the guy is a fucking in touch. 716-325-0299 if you want to get on the uh, Joe Rogan experience, all that shit. Uh, right, let's move on. Let's, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, good luck to Joe. He deserves it. He's a smart guy. He's very fucking talented. His he, show's entertaining. His show's entertaining. It, it's thought-provoking. It's It's long-form. It's what Joe I Rogan. it's what I love. I'll be honest with you about this. The reason why I fell in love with radio in the first place is the long form format where people aren't just like, hey, here, you know, we got a two minute chunk, then we got to go to commercial. Let's yeah. get the let's get this point out. You know, it, it, people get to here, think here, on radio. That's why I love it. Here's my problem with Rogan, though, is it makes a lot of people feel like because they listen to him, they're smart. 
Yeah. Oh, I heard, I heard this on Rogan. Oh, okay. It's almost like saying you know, I read it on Wikipedia now. Right. Like, oh, Rogan. Okay. All right, fine. Well, yeah. Or they leave with the conversation. Oh, did you hear what Rogan said about fucking the Neuronet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, what did Rogan have to say about yeah. that? Yeah. So apparently what, that's going to happen. <laughs> There's a Neuronet, bro. What did Howard Stern have to say about the singularity? Trust me, I, I listened to fucking Elon Musk and Joe Rogan talk about the Neuronet thing. I was like, all right, great. I could be brilliant at some point in my life. <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't ask the one question you needed to ask. What is it? He, he, he talked all about the drilling the hole through your skull. It's going to be this big, that big, whatever. I was he never asked. That. I'm fine with that. How do you get the wires from outside your skull to the different parts of your brain with just that little hole? Uh, yeah, well, apparently you he, saying like microfibers or something like you that. You can't solder wires into your brain. Like you, well, not only that, but like if, if the part that you need to reach is on this side of my head, my right side, mm-hmm. but you're putting the thing on the left side of my head and right. And there's wires going everywhere. Like, how do you get them into the right side of my head? They got little, uh, they got little planes, little planes, little, yeah. Little Tesla planes, little that, that Tesla go in the- planes that fly into your brain. And then do, are they going to break the sack in your, uh, well, what is that sack or yeah. the skull sack? Well, to me, what, <laughs> la- what language, what computer skull language sack. does your brain speak? Uh, yeah. How do you interface with your brain? Well, it's electrical impulses. It's hard enough to get uh, PC software to work on a Mac. Impulses. I can't uh, get. John D. Noodle asked a great question in the chat room. If uh, Joe Rogan listeners are smart, what are LR listeners? Dead. Uh, they're, dead. <laughs> they're dead. They're dead. They're dead. All right. Well, congratulations, Joe Rogan. All right. We're all fucking happy. Here we go. Hey. A hundred million fucking oh, Good for you. Where's my fucking invite to the super studio? You know, I want to come to the super studio. I want to go over there. I want to bring Josh and John Gogan rock. You know, we'll leave TJ what? out. Or- when you heard you heard the news, he was talking about moving right to Nevada. No, not was that no, that was Tesla moving to Nevada or Texas. But Joe Rogan talking about moving, possibly Texas or something like that. After he just built the super studio, really? Yeah, yeah. But when you get a hundred million dollars, you can build a new super studio. Well, no, you could do what you want. You could actually move the super studio. You could load it up on some planes and fly it over there. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he, would, he, he would, is. because of the California because California shut down while the rest of the country starting to open up. All right. You know, he's like, this is ridiculous. So, he, you know, he's got the money, obviously, now. And he's, you know, I, he'll go somewhere else. So we're all in agreement that Joe Rogan deserves his $100 million, right? Yes. We will, we will mock him as much as we can, but he does deserve his million. He, does he still, does his, he still need to do UFC stuff, though? His potential. He's worked hard. He's a smart man. Very talented. Stand-up radio, UFC uh, the yeah, way he explains hunter. things, he's a deep thinker. He might have a photographic memory because his his knowledge of various subjects is is extensive. It's he's talented. We know that he's be. talented. Now let's turn the page to the second the second podcasting story of the week, oh. which has to do with the network called Barstool. Led by Dave Portnoy, who is a very entertaining man. Another guy worth a hundred million dollars. Another guy who worked in um, to build his internet network for years and years and years. Um, Dave Portnoy 
hired these two girls named Sophia and Alexandra a year ago, March 2018, right? Huh? Uh, they do a show called, just two hot chicks. Ago. Two hot chicks. I have a picture of them right here. Two hot chicks. There they are. Oh. A blonde oh. and a brunette. They, uh, the show's called Call Her Daddy. Go ahead. What? You're saying they're two hot chicks, but let's be let's be hmm. fair about this. They're two hot chicks that when you go into a bar, you're not afraid to approach because you think, yeah, I can get with that. I don't know. <laughs> come, oh, come on. Because they're I, uh, trashy hot. No, they're, yeah. they're uh, New York. Do you live in the Hampton side? You know what I mean? Like it, when they're but, when they're uh, looking but for you a still suit, have a shot. I feel like every guy's got a shot with a hot chick like that. In New York, though, are they really hot? This like, is not like a Scarlett Johansson. No, in New York, some kind of like like a beauty that's got some kind of grace to her. This is just like I'm. I, I they know they've got a clock ticking, like, and they're going to get in as much as they can while they can. In New York, the caller daddy girls, Alexandra and Sophia. This is not an insult, I believe, if they have any type of sense of humor. They are both straight 6.5s. They don't have a sense of humor. In North Carolina, they're probably like eight and a half nines based on the picture you're showing. Yes. If I go through their Instagram and see their other pictures, they're going to dial back. Look at the face of the brunette in that photo. Yeah. She's got a big forehead. She's got a big forehead, but her face, that is a, I don't want to, I don't even want to try. Like, yeah, that is not, and it's not. I don't want to try it because I can't. It's like I don't want to deal with that. You know, when you're doing the rating scale, something I like to do is to think, uh, go cancer patient. If you take the hair right off, like how do, how does it survive? What's the scale then? Right. Oh, she looks like an alien without the hair. Because like, there's some girls you're like, oh, she's really pretty, and then you can envision her, and you're like, you know what? She's still really pretty. She's yeah. just got balanced. You know, her facial features are balanced. She looks nice, nice skin. Griffin apparently is taking Sophia. Over the Alexandra girl. That's our boy. Alexandra is blonde. Sophia is brunette. Am I am I correct on this? Because I haven't, I haven't, uh, uh, I haven't, I haven't watched I the show. I don't know anything about the show. I uh, think that's switched, but I don't know. I I think yeah. All right. All right. So it's uh, that he. Knows. So, I guess Dave Portnoy made news because he he came out and and uh, he did a podcast on the call her daddy. Um, Apple podcast feed explaining that, you know, the haven't done their podcast for Barstool in over a month. And there's a reason for that I, because and you guys have been clamoring for it. You've been like, where's the latest? I got to hear the next episode. Right. Right. They're clamoring for it. I mean, they, they, they do like one episode a week because we looked at their feed before the show and it's like one episode a week. They average between 45 minutes to an hour and a half long. Uh, so Dave does Dave Portnoy does this uh, twenty nine minute podcast explaining to the fans of Barstool why the Call Her Daddy show hasn't done a show in about a month. Is it because of the pandemic? Is it because there's you know they don't want to you know they don't want to work? And he's like you know and he goes on and on and he's like no it's not it's not any of that. It's because they're in um, they want more money. They want more money. Well, what? Kieran, I mean, look at them. They're they're two hot chicks. They're yeah. probably making what? Um, I don't know, ten grand a year doing this show. Ten grand, right? So they're, of course, they're bartenders they, usually. Of ten grand would be a lot. 
10 grand would be a lot to me. I'd be like, wow, that's great. 10 grand a year to do a podcast once a week. That would be something. But no. Dave Portnoy goes on to explain that we signed these girls. These girls started their Call Her Daddy podcast on Barstool Sports in Mm -hmm. March of 2018. Dave signed Alexandra, apparently, uh, to like 75 grand. I was like, I'm going to pay Go ahead. 75 grand is almost double what the average salary is in the United States. It's double what I make. <laughs> For one show a week. One show to do a fucking podcast. And how much how much prep are they doing for this podcast? I imagine I, a lot, right? They're doing getting well, a lot of stuff together. I, I they imagine, talk about I they talk they, about all their sexual exploits. So basically, right. uh they're prostitutes that have to go out and do field research. Okay. Right. They you know, they take a shower, they put a microphone in front of their face. That's what they fucking that's their show prep. You know, that's their show prep. Uh, so right. they, so their first, I guess they signed a three-year deal with Barstool. Um, and I guess their, their wage was like between seventy-one and $75,000. And, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of merch percentage there and here and there. Uh, and, and so they're still, they're still, obviously, they signed a three-year deal. They've been in three, uh, uh, performing their job for about a year and a month. They right. they performed it for about a year, and then they wanted to reno, re, re, um, renegotiate. Renegotiate, right? Which you know, uh, according according I'm to that, point uh, out that I'm fucking name? hammered. Go ahead. What's the guy's <laughs> name? Dave Dave Portnoy. Yeah, Portnoy Dave. Um, their show was very popular, so they had an incredible number of downloads right off the bat. So in order, you know, it, it makes sense they would want to renegotiate. All right, you know, we were nobodies when we started. Now we have some clout. Let's renegotiate this. Now we're ten years in. You know, and then but and and Dave apparently was like, all right, cool. Let's let's see what you got. Let's 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 renegotiate that. I'm fine with that. He was fine with the renegotiation, right? And but he, what they wanted was ridiculous. What they wanted was ridiculous, and he was willing to almost give it to him too. What he offered. Was ridiculous. He offered them each when they were signed to like make $71,000 to perform a podcast that lasts between 45 minutes and an hour and a half a week. And there's not any discernible talent between either one of them other than the fact that they take showers and they know how to dye their hair and do their makeup. <laughs> That's the only, I mean, there's nothing. There's no like fucking gems coming out of these two. Yeah. It's uh, not like there's Sarah Silverman over here. Right. So they stopped doing their show for for a month. And Dave's like, what the fuck? So the girls call him. Alexandra calls him. This is what he explains on the podcast. And he's like, okay, come on to my fucking place. Come and meet me. We'll have a meeting and blah, blah, blah. So Dave Portnoy, El Presidente, leader of the bar stool, he goes, I'll give you both fucking half a million dollars both a half a million plus you get like percentage on the merch so they're gonna make more than a half a million dollars a year to do a weekly podcast that's at most an hour and a half long where are we in the world (laughs) like what happened to people earning their spot 
because that's not earning their spot. These little these little skanks have been in the game for a year. Where'd so, you guys go? Are you guys gone now? No, 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 no. no. We're, we're, we're letting you go. So, so yeah. the thing too there we go. to keep in mind is that you basically have two hot chicks that do a show about sex, right? Yeah, you actually sent me. Uh, Why is that? Like, it's not like it takes talent for that. No, there's it doesn't no, take. There's no discernible talent happening. There's nothing unique happening on the show. Like you would think of. Like we just talked about Joe Rogan. There, you're learning something when you watch his show. You learn something, you get a laugh, blah blah blah. You listen to these girls talk, and you the only like the the thing you come away by listening to it is just like, I can't fuck either one of those. As right. a guy, as a guy, I mean, obviously it's a it's, it's a chick show. I wouldn't listen to it anyway. But it's, is it though? Uh, to me, and and I, I hate you for introducing this to me because I got oh, so yeah, angry. No, yeah, no, it, it's, it, it. it's frustrating. It's certainly I go, it's frustrating. I, I, I got to give him a shot. I did not go in episode one. Yeah, I went in deep. Yeah, uh, you did. And and in the first fifteen seconds, I was like, "This is they're terrible. How how are they worth a half a million dollars each? And how is it they were not able to go? Yeah, okay." Because that's the problem is that is that Dave, uh, whatever from Barstool, Dave Portnoy, yeah. basically gave him gave them almost everything they wanted. Almost. It's one of those where I will give you 90 percent of what you want. Right. If you, I, I, I will. Uh, you can. Ha- oh, it's frustrating. <laughs> You can have the half million dollars and the 50 percent of merchandise. And he was going to he was going to give them the. Uh- the, the intellectual property, the, the, the IP, name. the IP. They, yeah. they could have the name, have the name, the sell the name, use for merch and all. It's all one hundred percent theirs. It's like so it's like having, it, leave, it's like giving like a band or a rapper uh, their masters. You know, it's like it's yeah. like that. And and they and they still couldn't work it out, and that's frustrating about it. And then you can listen to them and go, and it's like, oh, okay, you guys would not have made it without the backing of Barstool Sports. It would not have happened. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. John D. Neal's, yeah. John D. Neal's, re, you know, reiterating what you're saying. The kicker was that on top of the 500K, they also wanted the exclusive rights to their podcast. What's, yeah. what's the chance? And he that, was going to uh, give it to him. He was going to give it to him. And they, these two little fucking seeds, 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 these two little seeds couldn't get it together. They couldn't get it together. One of them couldn't get it together. The this other is, one seemed to want to play ball. Uh, Al, uh, Alexandra? Uh, Alex, yeah, because she was the one who the started. Blonde brunette. She, she was the blonde. blonde. She wanted to get she's the editing. Good. She's the one that did the editing. She's the one that, like, started the podcast. You yeah. know, they were roommates. And the, and the second one was just like, I, I just want to do the talk on mic and then suck the next dick I can. I feel like that's what's happening. <laughs> And she's what's the chances that the Dave Portman guy or whatever, uh, Portnoy, Dave Portnoy, Port, Portnoyed, Portnoy uh, hooked up with one of these chicks, and this Avoid is how he, the noid, John. And this is how he's, uh, I don't know, paying him off. I have no idea. I don't you know, you need one of them in a bar. I don't know. 
or on the, uh, what's the, the the thing they're talking. What's the the platform they're talking about for the sugar babies? The oh sugar, yeah, sugar sugar babies and sugar daddies. Yeah, they were talking about being on there well, for the. Uh, I think the blonde was on. She said she actually did that. Well, talk oh. about here's the thing. This is what I was thinking of when I when I heard that these girls turned down during a pandemic, a half a million dollar contract each um, during a pandemic when when there's millions upon millions of people or thousands upon thousands of people each day fucking filing for unemployment. These two 28-year-old fucking Manhattanite twats are just going, I don't know if I can really do the 45 minutes with her if she's more of a boss than I am. That's where these two are at. How is that that at any point endearing to anybody who would want, like, and and that would bring him to listen, going, I want to hear what Sophia has to say. I want to hear what Alexandra has to say. Because they're down to earth people, and that's where the the these uh, two twats the question. You guys have not not only do you not have talent, but there's no professionalism. Opie and Anthony hated each other for ten years. And they continued and they kept it together. They, they, and they had to travel and do fucking four hours with each other each day. You guys do twice a week for forty five minutes to an hour and a half. And these fucking broads can't get it together. What the and fuck is Dave Porto even thinking? You know what he should have done when those broads came up to the fucking rooftop deck of his apartment complex? He just went whoop, whoop, <laughs> right off the fucking building. That would have saved us doing this fucking podcast. It's a, it's a, it's insanity that the we're even paying it. The reason why we're paying attention to these two because their their perspective is gone. It's shot. They're in their late 20s. They have zero perspective of what's going on outside of them. They're, they're, they hit a gold mine, and then they basically couldn't. couldn't it wasn't it. enough. It they wasn't couldn't enough. Mine it. Right. Because I guarantee you, they continue for another year. They can renegotiate again and probably get a million an episode. Right. Because they just started. They just, just building their podcast. In, not money. even a year. Yeah. Not even a year. And and Dave Portnoy found them. He found them. They didn't even come to Barstool. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's there's it's really there really weird. isn't any like Josh sent me, he's like, go to episode 66. They do a read at the top of the show. Just play that. <laughs> And I was this, like, this, All right. this tells you everything you need to know. This is if you are yeah. if you are a radio guy, whether you're a radio fan yeah. or you're someone who's aspiring to be in radio, yeah. the live read you, you need to do. We've done them on the show, yeah. Because it has to be conversational. It has to feel right. whatever it has it has to have a certain thing to it. Mm. They're both I hated them, and I hated the product so, when they were done with it. Sophia and Alexandra, both of them have. A uh, a voice where boners go to die. The only males that would be interested in Sophia or Alexandra are guys that wear pistols. This is douchebags. Douchebags. Karen, Karen, have you heard of simp's? Are you are you up on the simp culture? No. What is the simp? I'm still trying to get around the incel thing. The simp is the guy. It, the simp is basically the incel that defends these like uh, uh, hot chicks in hopes that they might get something. Really? You know, Why would you want to bang? They're the ones these. that dole out the money to the OnlyFans, and they're the ones that 
you know, uh, will jump to the honor of some, you know, some cam whore who's, who's uh, ashamed her audience for not donating enough. Yeah. Why would you ever want to fuck something that can't, like, why would you ever want to fuck a girl that's like, eh, 500 grand's not enough? That would make my balls, like, run up inside my body. Like, it's so unattractive, that mindset. It's, yes, exactly, yes. That was was one of the things I came up with. Like, I don't care what they look like. And again, they're the hot chick that, to me, I think is the, that's the gettable hot chick. Like that's a like all right. Yeah, everybody's got everybody in the bar's got a shot. Right, as long as your timing is right and you and, and you know yeah, they you both, know your window. They you've got a chance. Look, you you got to admit they both look like pills though. There's, there's no class. There's no. I mean, they they both have cunty faces. Okay, here here it's here's very what, terrible here's, to here's say, but they have cunty. I mean, Alexandra less than the brunette. Brunette is so the brunette is Sophia, right? So here, here's here's where I will go with this, and I'm gonna co- I'm gonna we'll quote Patrice O'Neill. Mm. Do you I, you might uh, you might remember this bit where he say he tells all the women in the audience if there was some kind of horrible accident where you lost your vagina, what would you do to keep your man? <sighs> and you know there was like oh uh, you know the mouth and the ass and the this and that. He goes, not one of you said, oh, I'll learn how to play Xbox or I'll tell a better story <laughs> or I'll. <laughs> I remember that bit. That is hilarious. That's why the fucking late. That is what they are. Absolutely. They have nothing but holes. And once you exhaust that, you're done with them. Uh, Griffin and the Charm, they they have dead eyes. Yes, they do have dead eyes. Uh, It's worse. There's no life there. It's just like, I'm just a shell to be used. And in the episode that I sent you, I don't know if we'll even get there, but they had had a conversation about how they will use sex to get what they want out of a guy. Yeah. Twat. And it was just, but, but how blatant that is it was. The, that is, that is, is the, def, that is the absolute definition of a cunt. Ew. It was so gross. The, literally yeah. the name of the show should have been the two cunts. <laughs> they were saying that it didn't, it didn't matter, you know, whether they were enjoying the process or not. It was all about what am I going to, like they're using it as what a am I gonna, What well, do I, I got to do have, to get to but let me get to it. I have some. I have some video. I oh, have. Some, uh, I have some stuff. So uh, first, we're gonna play. Josh was. Just, uh, I asked Josh earlier this afternoon. I was like, "Dude, have you listened to podcast? What does it sound like? Is there anything like special?" He's like, "Just play the the read they do on episode sixty six. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I'll just play that." It's it's a read for like Rome, Roman Roman dot com. I, I, I don't, don't even know. know. Here it is from uh, the girls. Who, the girl. The girls are that are in their late twenties. <laughs> who are offered a half a million dollars to do a weekly podcast? This is their live read on episode sixty-six hey, of the, Call Her Daddy. Start, I don't, I don't like what John D. Noodle saying about us. What is he saying? <laughs> oh, they kind of look like swollen alcoholics. I get. It. All right, here we go. Call Her Daddy. Uh, Sophia and Alexandra. I hope you had like 20 things to sit there and <laughs> ding bells and honk horns and ring a thing. One of those like wacky. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Party party. Maybe not. Had to put Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> and right, our presenting sponsor is, is Roman. Roman. I like the things you do. Hey, Roman. I wish I could be you. When you make my- Their mics suck. Yeah. <laughs> 
by the way, I am, would, by the way, I improved this audio. I had to actually, I had to process it to make it sound better. <laughs> yeah, I should have left it. Yeah, that was one of the things too. When I saw their studio, I was like, "Wow, really? This is what you're working with?" This yeah. is half a mil. My guy lasts super long, and he fucks me all night long. I want to keep going on that big flat song. Oh, oh, <laughs> guys, Roman swipes. You know the drip on your dick. You're going to pound her pussy for so fucking long. They are clinically proven, okay? And they're uh, effective. They are, clinic- uh, they are clinically proven, okay? <laughs> right, right. Ugh, gross. I will say, and- I will say it again. Annoyance over hotness every so, day. So how does how do they <laughs> every day in, in this very episode go with these wipes? You'll be able to pen and pussy on that long. To yeah, the reason that we don't really have orgasms during sex is because we just don't really, so, like. So so basically, like during later in the show, they just want like they're kind of like hey, we kind of want the guy to go ahead and get it over with. Really? So they do this fucking read, and then they... Right. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. They take the opposite angle. Ugh. Dude. <laughs> I wish I could be you. Make- oh, God. That just drives me... You wish you, <laughs> be, you wish you could be a towel that you wipe on your dick before oh, no. sex. How much, how much does Roman pay for that, I wonder? I, 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 imagine I guarantee we could do at least half as good as that. Dude. Hey, Roman. I half as good. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Hey, I wish I could be you. When you make my guy last super long and he fucks. John D. Noodle makes a good point. Is there an expression for butterface but for voices? <laughs> do, you, do you think they winged that or do you think that like they, they that was written down? I, they probably rehearsed it. Like I, I think they were times. like, let's try to spice it up. Let's try to be fucking funny with this. And then it just came out like this. Oh, wait, we're... And he fucks me all night long. I want to keep going on that... Oh, we're hot chicks. All we have to say is fucking... Talk about fucking and we're interesting. Yeah, Yeah. they they are talking like they think guys talk. Right. When guys hang out. Fucking twats. They're like a dime a dozen, these bros. Why is he bros... What separates these two fucking skanks than the rest of the bros on the Jersey Shore? Well, because they think that all guys think about is what sex, food. These uh, are unfuckable twats. Yeah. and these. It was, yeah, it was three these, things, right? These yeah, girls are unfuckable, unfuckable. So, and and the, they don't, what they don't understand is like once you're done with sex, there's a long period of time where you don't care about it anymore. I, yeah. So, what do you? I got would after rather that? stick my dick in a TJ Maxx sock that I bought at TJ Maxx, Nikes, preferably. Um, then bang either one of these brothers, because the pain in the ass that they will be after the sex is a lot less than just throwing your dick in a sock and blowing a load and just throwing a laundry. Yeah, way better. They think that they they think this is the way guys talk, but what this is is there's one guy in your circle that talks this way, and you can only handle him a little bit at a time. Right, right, right. Like you don't you don't hang out with that guy all the time, but that's the way gay guys talk. Yeah. That's true, right? The, so, and gay guys are talking, I guess, the way they think women. I don't know. Like, it's this big vicious circle of we're just going to talk the way we think they talk. The right. guys that fuck these two are guys that don't have other guy friends. <laughs> Griffin, Gilbert Godfrey could do better, right? The guys that I fuck would believe Gilbert Godfrey, Sophia he, and Alexandra, 
don't have other guy friends. They don't have do like they don't. Right. They do not. They don't have friends. There's, no. Here's more of the Roman read. We only got. No, three. don't do it. They're pussy for so fucking long. They are clinically proven, okay? And they're effective, okay. easy to use, and fast acting, and mm-hmm. they don't require prescription. Nope, and they're super discreet. You put it in your pocket, yeah. you whip it out, you whip it on your dick, you go pounder, and you're good to fucking go. Or you go pound him, and you're good to fucking go. Yes, you guys, lasting longer in bed does not need to be an issue anymore. So, when you go to getroman.com slash daddy, you can get your first month of swipes for just $5. When you choose a monthly plan, that's getroman.com slash daddy. Wow. <laughs> In Germany, we call girls like them village mattresses. <laughs> nice. That, that vocal fry, I hate uh, it. I hate the vocal. Oh, my gosh. It's like, you oh. whip it out. You whip it on your dick, and then you whip it in my... And you guys, get my guys, listen. Like, 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 they were going to offer me, and it just wasn't enough. Fuck off. Mother life for this stuff. Is it little one sheet, two sheets? Uh what, around your house, my house? Uh, about a half a sheet? Uh Sophia's house. What? Like a monthly supply is what? I don't want that. I don't want that. What? I don't want why do I want to wipe something on me that makes it last long? I want to go ahead and get it over with. Get it over with. Here is a move on uh, about your day. Here is a uh, clip of the the caller daddy. Uh, show. It's actually right. a minute clip. Let's play this. Let's see if this works. Oh, did it just fucking... Here we go. Just, okay, oh. just pound it, Karen. Oh my I'm so sorry. What? Okay, we can, like, cut this out. I just got a message from him. I just got a message from Suitman. I have not heard from him since yesterday. Do you want to read it? <laughs> Please, please, somebody just please, somebody comment. Please, you know, honestly though, this is it's the it's the Sex in the but City half idea. A, half a million each, Kieran. By the way, we it's did the Sex in the City idea on a podcast, yeah. right? By the way, we did we didn't just cut in on two sixteen year olds talking on the phone. We we caught into we just you know jumped into a podcast that's worth a million dollars. It's worth a million dollars. This podcast. We didn't just cut into two sixteen year olds talking it's, about. Tommy on a, on a it's phone worth more than a million dollars because Barely. the network was willing to pay them a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. By the but, way, by the way, I think stuff. suit man, the guy, she, the girl, the guy she's referring to is the guy who's dating <laughs> Sophia, which is the brunette. And apparently they're trying to shop. I don't know. I don't, I don't even shop give the a show thing. around. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, do you well, the one is trying to shop they, the show around. The other one's trying to keep the show where it is. Right. Do they have an agent. Like, do you think they have agents? Uh, I think it's Bob Eatman, right? <laughs> Super agent? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Suitman and I's relationship is in a very different place than it was. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. I would love to give you guys oh my the God. story and all of the details, but I can't. This is this has been an issue that we have been dealing with with a lot of things, actually. And I know that sounds really fucking confusing, but I swear to God, if any girl ever talked to me in this like tone of voice, I'm either asleep or completely 
bored. <laughs> like, so, I, I don't, I, wait. I don't get what. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no! You don't get what? I, I, I don't get the appeal. But I guess this appeals to other girls. It's just not my show. It's not my type well, of thing. But thing even in like regular say- life, even in regular life, if you go to a bar, if I went to a bar or something. And, um, you know, a girl's talking like that. My attraction level is just wiped out the door. Because I know right. girls who talk with that. Infl- like, oh, my God. Like, he just wore the greatest shirt the other day. Like, it, I'm not interested. You speak like an asshole. It's like, it's so- like when, it's like, when a, like a white guy talks in, like, the rapper speak. Like, yo, man, say what's up, brother. Yo, I'm a rapper. Good. Like, but he's a white dude. It's like Eminem in fucking Eight Mile. Like, come right. on, fuckface. You don't talk like that. You know so, you're white. What, Stop. What it. made him so valuable? And Dave pointed this out in his in his little thirty minute thing. Yeah. Is that they were about fifty fifty women to men downloads. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. There's a lot of douchebags so, out there. There's got to be a lot, lot of dudes listening to this. Why? I don't get it. Because they want to fuck them. Because there's a lot of douchebags out there, dude. There's a lot of guys who don't have other guy friends who can only relate to the girls who love guys with money. So but if you're a douche... The, I, I don't understand listening to this. Like, this is not... Like, the suit... I understand if it was... If it was I, I, I can understand if you had, like, a Rachel Ray type and a Martha Stewart together doing a podcast talking about all the sandwiches they would make you and how they would fold your laundry and all that, all that great stuff. And occasionally, oh yeah, we'll suck your dick too. But like a dirty Rachel but Ray. This is just, yeah, like a dirty Rachel Ray. Ooh, oh, that would be nice. nice. But this is just kind of, it's like, ew, it's just, ew. Cause all, all, all I could think of is like, it's just slop in there. And I'm going to go, I'm going to contribute to that. That cesspool of a, a, a Ugh. Yeah, but there, but there's a genera. There's also a generation of like of guys that are just wimpy, measly kind of like they don't they don't. This, so this is how they this is how they connect with with the female, right? Is they think this is what it's like. And it's not. I don't know. I don't. I don't personally know <laughs> a woman who is actually like that. Griffin in the chat. You know, Griffin in the chat is suggesting they're both like the early 2000s Tara Reid. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's a so really good call. Silverstone, right? So there. basically, what they're doing is they're presenting almost like they're they're in their real life is like a porn like a porn movie, right? And this is what they talk about when they're together. But there's, I don't understand why young guys don't realize that these girls are completely unfuckable. They're just unfuckable yeah. skanks. They're just they're, maybe it's the years, Karen. We've got some years on us. So I know, I get it, but like, over time. Yeah, I yeah, no, I get it. I'm trying I'm trying to like look at it from a different perspective. And which this is the whole point why I'm bringing me a sub is because these girls have zero perspective. Zero. Their big uh, money earning years right now. That contract. They might not get anything ever work anywhere close to that because no. they we we've listened to a little bit of their show. Not the not the shit that we put on here. But like on the, that you heard on this podcast, but you know, there's no discernible. There's nothing. There's nothing unique about it. Think about the justice in that, though, Kieran. Is that twenty years from now 
they're going to look back at this and go, what did we do? No, they won't. I would imagine they will. Why did we throw that away? They're both going to be so? dead. They're both going to be dead. One's going to be a cat oh, okay. lady. One will be yeah, a cat but- lady at some point. Uh, I got to take a leak. Let's take a break. We'll come back with more uh, oh, okay. LR show. Right play more of this because I, I want to hear more. Yeah, well, there'll be more. There's, I got more cool. Your daddy thinks that's all I'm doing the whole show. Back with more lunaticradio.com show with fucking John and Josh. I'm drunk. Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Here's Derek Gaines. Uh, uh, <laughs> there he is, Derek Gaines, everybody. Welcome, Derek, to the uh, Lunatic Radio right. Show. What's going on? What's going on? Like, did I tell you I used to bomb at gospel shows and shit when I first no, started? No, you never told me about supposed, they supposed to forgive you. No, they don't. The band played my ass off. It was pretty bad. And I was at and I was at like a I was at like an eight hundred seater, so I had to walk past all them niggas to get to the back. Oh man. And the best part of this bomb, Kieran, you ready for this shit? Yeah, best part of the bomb, it was right after Christmas, and me and my girl was on some uh, Eddie Murphy Raw shit, so we both had the little gloves with the holes in the knuckles. Oh, and shit. No. oh so no. I wore my, I wore mine on stage like a whole dickhead and fucking tried to do jokes at a gospel show doing sort of raw material. Like it was, yeah. it was so bad. And I bombed bad in the crowd and then, you know, but whatever. But I remember those that was an epic bomb. Eight hundred oh, motherfuckers was like because the whole thing was, it was a gospel like open mic, so you could do like gospel songs, gospel rap, whatever, <laughs> whatever. And I was like, I was getting into stand up. I was just, I was getting into it. I was like, man, fuck that. I'm in my art. I'm gonna do it for God. I ain't gonna curse, but I'm gonna go out there and be kind of nice, right? So I have my little sweater, and my little dumb gloves on. Looking the part, my yeah. answer, bro. Looking like, the Eddie, oh, looking the Eddie Murphy part. Oh boy. Are you making Does me anyone ever uh, comedy on those shows? Huh? Has no, I just took a shot. You were the first like, and yeah. last person to attempt and comedy? They, and they would just dog my ass, bro. And I was like, all right, cool. And it was Philly. You know what you And do? it's Philly people. So and how like, often do they do that? They still Every do Christmas. It? They used to do it every, back in the day. But they don't do it anymore. Don't do it anymore. You know what would be great? What's up? The ultimate redemption is. Yeah, and I go back and smash. Through that room and do that. That would be nuts. That's yeah. what we should, that's definitely what the plan would be for But no, man. No, that's, that was, that's, that's humble beginnings. I got pennies thrown at me from balconies. But what, what, I'm sorry, we get off Karen. I'm sorry. No, we get no, it's topic. cool. I love, I love hearing the stand up because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a giant fan of uh, man, man. stand up. I'm bombed on a boat, Karen. I bombed on a motherfucking boat. Well, a party really, boat. Really know where to go from there. It was in the beginning of the party, so I had to sail with them niggas. I had to sail with them till I got back. So I was just sitting in the corner, walking back and forth with the waves because I bombed. You don't want to party. You want to do the electric slide when you bomb, baby. That was a black party. They hated my ass. They hated me. Oh Wait, my so, god, they hated. So you bombed on a boat and you couldn't. There was nowhere else to go and once then, you were done. Here go the DJ. The DJ put me on death row. DJ, ready, Chris? DJ put me on death row. They partying already, drinking, carrying the fuck on. The DJ scratches the music off. Oh, yeah, we got some nigga doing comedy downstairs, y'all. So I'm going to cut this music off, and you'll go down there and go watch a perfect stranger fuck up your inside party. Fucked that up for you. It's the whole family. It's the whole goddamn family. And I'm just standing up while they sitting down. I was, like, doing comedy in front of the cake. Oh, God, it was the worst. I'm going to kill the whole vibe of everybody's enjoyment right now. And you got to go listen to this. They didn't even look at me. They was eating, but like looking (laughs) off and like doing that, that scoff chuckle that niggas do when they see a black dude that's not in a black circle. Oh, they gave me that. (laughs) They was like, I remember I was like, yeah, man, I was saying shit. I mean, by the end of the set, I told him I was going to do my whole time because I got paid already. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to stay up here and do my shit. Fuck y'all. I mean, I was just like the family, blah, blah, blah. And then the cousins start standing up. The cousins, the, the, the comedians in the family 
Start standing up, snapping on me. So I had to go back and forth with them. Right, right, right. So I was like, forget that. I looked at my clock. Finally, I had a minute left. I got 60 seconds left. And I swear to God, the birthday girl who was turning 56, I swear to God, Chris, she stood up for the whole family birthday girl because you know they're going to listen. It was like, she was uh, verbatim. Are you ready for this? She's 56 years old. She said, uh-uh, nigga, you got 10 seconds left. 10, <laughs> 9, 8. Then the whole family joined in like a fucking oh, choir. Seven, six. Five, four, oh. And then I had to go upstairs. So the woman that booked me was pissed. So she came up to me. She was like, I'd like some of my money back. I was like, that's not going to happen because you set me up for the bullshit. So I'm going to enjoy this little fish plate that y'all gave me. I appreciate it. Is this white the gravy worst, with the bacon? The I was like, this is nice. part of this is that you can't get off the boat. Can't get off the boat. So I got to sit there and be mad. How long before you got off the boat? It was two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> Because they had to go re-drink to get back into the fucking zone. So you got to understand, at first, they was all pissed. Like, who the fuck? What was that? <laughs> and then they started drinking and carrying on. Oh, he all right, I guess. Let him stay in the corner, though. So it's like, and on top of that, my boy that gave me the gig, the girl didn't tell me it was an all-white party. I walked on there with a pair of jeans and an orange polo shirt. Oh, shit. And like a whole dickhead. Was so, this New York City? No, this is Philadelphia. I was oh on the spirit God. of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the Delaware River at that, bombing. At that point, they should just give you a life raft. Here, here, it was so bad. It's like, if the boat was on fire, it would look like a Viking's funeral. That's how bad, like, it was just, you know, they send you off in the burnt boat, off in, in the yeah. fucking... This fucking, oh my God, that's hilarious. program hanging out what up I was trying to record an Instagram thing when I was doing the uh, commercial but it didn't work out uh, welcome everybody thank you uh, 716-325-0299 if you want to call into the radio program uh, we were talking about the caller daddy situation to Perspectiveless 28 year olds are late 20 somethings Manhattanite girls. They're getting close to hitting that wall, Kieran. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're going to realize, oh man, we had it really good for. A- you had it really good and then really fucked it up because, uh, you know, there was a guy, ask, you know, asking us, hey, you know, you guys want to, you want to do your 45 minute, minute job a week for, I don't know, half a million? And we're like, I don't really know. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Somebody I might somebody more. might be my boss. You know. God damn. Crazy. Crazy what we're we're uh I mean five hundred that Karen, if somebody asked if somebody asked you to do it for five thousand. Mm. You'd be all over it. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. He that that would be yeah. yeah where yeah, do you want me to it. go? I got. Well, I'll I'll go wherever. Fifty grand. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, Mister Dave Portnoy put a uh, thing out the other day. It was like, hey, you know what? Anybody want to send in an audition? We'll take them. All that. Did you? Did so you? I'm sending an audition in. <laughs> Why not? I'll do it. Fuck right. it. Yeah, you should. He says uh, they're he says they're looking for girls, so I figured I might uh, fit in there. Just do it anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, send, I'm just going to send them clips of the show, whatever. I'm not going to send them, like, anything crazy. I'm not going to, you know, fucking dig through the archives of LR radio program. 
I know you're looking for chicks, but check this out. If you if you just Google the fucking name Lunatic Radio, you'll find fucking years of shit. So that's go what ahead. You, you should send them that. Say if you just Google us, just Google fucking it. Google it. Google yeah. Google Kieran McCann dick and look at images. It's just all Google, right. I'm all over the place. Kieran dick. Yeah, and that's and Kieran McCann dick. You know, I I think my fucking TJ Maxx sock thing will thrive on the Barstool Network. Sponsored by TJ Maxx. Fucking A. TJ Maxx is our first fucking advertiser. Boom. All the socks you can fuck for $5.99. Right. And it caters to the demographic that probably listens to Barstool. Younger generation. So let me ask you this, Kieran. People are going to be fucking socks in droves from TJ Maxx. We've we've listened to a little bit of these. uh, We've listened to... We've listened to, oh, God. I don't know if TJ Maxx wants to sell those kind of socks. Yeah, socks by the pack. Uh, we're moving a lot of socks. I don't know if that's what we want to be associated with, but. We're banging out socks and pairs, Josh. We are banging them out. We are moving a lot I'm of heel socks. Heel to toe. Every time some kid, some, some kid in his 20 comes to buy a fucking pair of socks from uh, TJ Maxx, the clerk's in like, is this guy going to fuck him a worm? I don't get it. Maybe, maybe you have like some sort of device you put the sock in. To make it even better? Oh, no. You get the device from the show? The sock can? What if you, you're introducing to young kids a whole thing they never thought of? What? Doing a sock? Who ever thought of that? Here's... Oh, did you ever hear about the prison? The prison's uh, sock? <laughs> what's, what's a prison sock? In it? Like I don't a, know if it's a prison uh, sock. But basically, basically, another guy's asshole? No. No, you shove the sock in the... <laughs> get you a cup, Kieran, right? Get yeah. you a cup. What's the prison... The pr- what do you call it? Prison. Tell- I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Mm. But you get yourself a cup, okay? Good sized cup. You put two sponges in the cup. Uh-huh. You can you can wet the sponge with warm water, or whatever. So it's got some warmth to it. So you put those in there, and then so this you have like these two sponges touching each other instead of a cup. And then in between the cup, you shove down a rubber glove and roll it over. Ro- roll the the wrist part over the edge of the cup. Now you've got like almost like a rubber glove uh, pocket surrounded by sponges, so it's got a little bit of give to it. And there you go. There's and your uh, your prison flashlight. And you then will. you set that on the floor, and when the guy comes by to pick it up, boom, Bob Junko. So instead of a, a rubber glove, you put in your TJ Maxx sock, and there you go. You got the Karen McCann can. Mm. That is a disgusting act. <laughs> Uh yeah, well there you go. I mean, I might uh, I might take that. I might try that later. <laughs> <laughs> so my question, Kieran, is yeah. what what is it that Barstool does podcast on its own? I don't believe would have traction, but because of a Barstool or. A lot of these other podcast networks, as soon as a new podcast comes out, it's immediately number one on iTunes or it's put in the uh, trend, the, the new and noteworthy and all that. So what are they doing? Are they paying iTunes or are they uh, do they know how to exploit the algorithm? What is their contribution? Well, according to, to according to Barstool's CEO, which I, I forget her name right now. Um, but she did. She did a podcast in reaction to the drama that's happening with the call her daddy uh, girls. Um, she says that 
the team at Barstool has an ability to take raw talent and make them great. So, so those girls, really? those girls came in, they had their little thing. And then so they had negative the, talent. When they the, yeah, where was the, the talent? No, the marketing or, or whatever. I mean, they're two hot chicks. I mean, you How know, are they marketing them though. I Is mean, that the talent? For example, the, the bikini baristas down the road for me, all those little, the, the girls that are probably the same age as these girls, all those girls are just fucking Instagram fucking killers. They're, I mean, they're slaughtering on Instagram because they have tits and ass and they wear bikinis. If you, if you brought each one of them on your podcast and said, here's your own show, go. Yeah, no, they not working out. Nothing. Not they work- would have nothing. Not working you, out. You would not be able to sell that. So no. how is Barstool able to sell these two? Because but that of the, is a be, great end. Because, because hey, I'll Actually, tell you, know I'll tell you because... From experience, Rock and I have kind of learned this because when when Rock and I are on our own doing, you know, the LR show from the LR website, uh, we're not, we don't get that, we don't get that many viewers. But when we're on a certain platform, in the past, we were on different platforms like uh, networks or whatever. We did a lot better because the the platform is, is already, uh, you know, stabilized, established, right. Is and, that live streaming or is that podcasting? Because it, I don't go to podcasts based on the network that is backing them. Like what's the what's the big one? Westwood One or yeah, something like that. Yeah, Westwood One. I listen. I listen to like two podcasts that are filtered through the Westwood One, but I don't go to Westwood One to find them. But Barstool Barstool has found a way to surpass that. I you think just there's kickbacks going on. I seriously do because it doesn't make sense. Other not not to blow up your future gig, Kieran. But I I I don't understand how I can't be a barstool. Like barstool. If I was at barstool, I'd be fucking in the HR department first day. <laughs> I don't speak. You tell them you work for you'll work for like eight percent of what they want to they want to work for. I will do it for eight percent. I will do it for. Uh, I would do I can't it. do the math on that. But uh, I would do, do it. it I would do it for. Like uh, I, I didn't, stick, I didn't yeah. do the math on this, but I would do it for. Four and a half percent. I would do it for uh, $95,000. So here, like, here's the thing. Here's the That's thing. That's what I would do it for, 95. How long do you think someone actually listens to that podcast? Or do they subscribe to it, download it? I think, I think, I think, I think they have, I think they have a, a slew of uh, women in their demographic that love it. I would imagine. Really? That. Yeah, there, there are there are millions upon millions of girls who have the same voice that those girls what, have. But what are they getting out of that? There's nothing there. It's, they're it's, just they're just two people on a podcast that those types of girls can relate to. Girls that go to fucking Thirsty Thursdays, the girls that suck dudes' dicks in the fucking IROCs or the fucking Kias of the like world. A sorority. But why are they? Yeah, it's the sorority sorority it's like it. sorority broods. Yeah, it's like sorority really? broods. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, oh. so they feel like they they feel like they connect. They're, they're part of the what do they call their listeners? They call what's it call you? Do they call them daddy, daddy gang, daddy gang, daddy gang, or the, something like that? Yeah, yeah daddy gang. Daddy. I, don't even, I don't even understand what does it call your daddy. I don't even understand the talk. what does that mean. Well, it, it? it's a good name. I would imagine it's a good name for a podcast. Call your daddy because it almost takes us into the fucking demographic because they want her daddy. Yeah, like, call, is it, yeah. Is it she's being so bad? You need to call her dad. Like I don't understand what the what the point of the 
title like, is. Maybe, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe like it's like they're like a young dominant girl and like we need they're to not. call. Yeah, I don't know. They're not. They're, they're, they're just fucking idiots. Here's they're a, playing here, the, the submissive role. They, like they know they're playing a submissive role in a way to get what they want. Yeah. But I don't know how, I don't know what they want. Like, what do you want? Cause they're gonna, what there's gonna, this is one of those where in 10 years, they're gonna be still trying to play the same game, but nobody's biting and they're gonna wonder what they did with their lives. Right. Oh, uh, Griffin's asking, where's the call him mommy podcast? Go to any of the uh, dad uh, yeah, call bloggers. His, call his mommy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a dad blogger podcast. Call him. <laughs> rename our show. And then, no, my wife was mean to me. <laughs> um, we have a wife. So honestly, though, listening to this pot to the to the call your daddy podcast in in today's time and age with the Me Too movements and whatnot, how you know, like a like a guy's podcast. Couldn't I, I mean you you could get away with it, but you're not going to get to the level of success that they're no. getting to, right? You would be an awful if you're just like, oh, that's toxic masculinity. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't believe I went down to this coffee house and the girls are all you know in bikinis serving coffee, and I was plowing through seven of hoes at a time. Oh. Like they're just not like that would not go anywhere. The fact that you said, oh, they were hot is gross to them. Yeah. However, they can say, hey, yeah, I play like the young innocent, and I, oh, I call him daddy, and this. Because it'll, I can get what I want. Yeah, that that's how I get what to placate him sexually and and it, it arouse. It was a large percentage of their podcast like a, is actually was, like little little tips and tricks little on tip, how to man, how to manipulate. Shit right. Being thrown around. Here is uh, I have a uh, Sophia who does like a response to uh, the whole rumors of that you know the uh, the barstool rumors. If you want to fucking see that rumors, yeah, there's a. Uh, yeah. Oh fuck. All right. Let's let's just fucking let's let's try to play this. Here is uh Sophia from the Call Her Daddy show. Uh talking about the rumors that the two girls are fighting with each other, I guess. Sophia Franklin speaks out about Call Her Daddy slash Barstool rumors. Full insta insta story. She did this on her Instagram. Round and some of it is There's right. been a lot of crazy shit being thrown around and some of it is true. Some of it is false. I'm going to be 100% open and honest with you guys. You fake already. You tell Alex fake and I already. created. Do you believe any of that? You can tell it's fake this is the already. The brunette. No, this is the one that didn't do her fair share in the beginning. It's a brunette. Yes. Yeah, this is because she's going like, there's this, a lot and uh, like she's already setting herself up as a victim of of stuff, and she as so you feel sorry, but she's she knows she knows she's the bad guy in this. How much of this whole thing though could be made up as a publicity stunt? Right, you have to think that in this time and time you and do. age. Right, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a good it's a good point, John. That's Everything a good point. is a pro wrestling because how much because how much news coverage when I like when you guys sent me the information for these 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 broads, I like. Looked him up online, and I got, I got I got I got news story after news story yeah. of just like oh well they're fighting they're fighting over this they're doing that like they're getting so much coverage because yeah. of it. Then that gives them negotiating power because the coverage, good or bad, gives them the notoriety. Which, yeah, which no, absolutely. They're me- all over the fucking the the lexicon this week, really. Which yeah. is 
which is also frustrating because they shouldn't be. No. Nobody no. should give. There's no discernible talent. Out. There's no discernible talent, which which should make men across the world who are at least doing podcasts or in entertainment or comedians or, or singers. They should make them fucking infuriated. And I'm sure it is. It's making me infuriated for being. You've got people. Yeah, you've got people who spend time trying to create right. good content that are listening to this and going, what? this is what you're doing. Right. Kieran, you are going like, I spend time trying to be good at this. You know how many relationships? I'm, I'm a you know I've many- been working at it for 18 years, and here you come a year and a half ago, right. and you get, you get a, a half million dollar contract. And it's not you good enough like- for you. It's crazy. Insanity. You know what I would give for a half a million dollars to do my stupid ass podcast? I would fucking God, I would fucking duck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would I mean, do Dave himself. I would yeah, do would, anything yeah. for that. That's <laughs> great money. The perspective, the lack of perspective that these two have is unreal. It's insane. And Kieran, make sure you put all this in the description box below <laughs> so that when Dave goes looking for stuff on this, he sees your podcast yeah. and looks it up so he can discover the Dad Bro Show <laughs> and give us a contract. Yeah. Dave. We'll submit our own stuff. We'll do that. Dave, I'm a little we'll hammered doing my show, but I like to drink at but least I, one of the shows. But that's what's frustrating about this is that they can do that. And because... Podcast is an audible medium. Right. It's only you listen to it. So you could have the face of it be some sexy chick, and it could be two uh, uh, whales with missing teeth doing right. the actual show, and you wouldn't know it. Rock and I have so said, Rock, Rock, special. Rock and I have said this for years that we should probably do our show and just have, just put the camera on two girls in bikinis. And we just do our show as normal. Don't even like reference the girls at all. And I guarantee you our listenership would double. You absolutely would. Yeah. And that's the most frustrating thing. That's- and they will play the victim as if they don't have a fair shot. Right. Because it's a man's world run by men. Right. Even though they can you, play with, with zero talent and a low cut top will will top a man. Every time they can Joe Rogan mm-hmm. has got to work his ass off right. and build studios and do all that. And yeah, he gets a hundred, but there's one Joe Rogan. How many guys have a podcast versus these, but he's making a hundred million to the every million they make though. Right. Joe, 75 cents on the that's dollar. True. That's true. Yeah. Joe yeah. Rogan has earned it. He earned it. He really did. And it's not, it's not a sexist thing to say that because he did do it. He, he's a standout. He, 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 he put in his time, he 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 did the work. He 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 uh, put money into his his craft, building the studio, building the fitness thing, building the the uh, you know the advertisers. This he did. He earned that money, and he became what he is. These girls were handed a platform by Dave, and right. now they're exploiting it. And if we're going to be fair, I would say a Maria Bamford, a Sarah Silverman. There's there's. A ton of women comics, I would go like, if they had a podcast, I could get that. I would understand that. Half a million dollars for her podcast. Even ones I don't like, like Eliza Schlesinger or uh, uh, 
What's Whitney Cummings or uh, the blonde, the heavy blonde. Yeah, yeah. I can't the, remember her name. I, I, yeah. The, uh, the, gir- the girls that the girls that do the guys we fucked. Lisa Lampanelli. The girls that do the girls that do the guy we fucked podcast. Uh, Christina Hutchinson and I forget. Those girls deserve to be in this. These girls' positions because these girls have no perspective. Those girls are at least comics or you know uh, you know middles or you know whatever they play clubs uh, and they've done road gigs. They deserve to be in this position. They're all they're both in New York too. They 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 should just. Walk all over the bar stool and go, hey Dave. Of, yeah. They've yeah. worked on some kind of a craft. They have they, they have a yeah. skill. They have a skill. They're better than they these girls. It. Yeah. It's not just, oh, I had sex with this guy and this is what happened. Yeah. I'm a yeah. hot chick. Guys want to fuck me in a bar. I'm kind of forward. Here, here you are. And be honest with you, I, I, no, I, no real man is fucking either one of these girls. I mean, it's besides the point. But no real man is fucking Douchebags fuck these girls. Guys that they do the guys that don't have other guy friends fuck these girls. Like the soup man guy that this girl references as her boyfriend, that guy has no other friends. I guarantee you he has no other friends. These are girls that you have sex with between relationships. Right. Right. These are rebound fucking twats. I have no interest in dating you. Uh, you're just temporary (laughs) body heat. I will move on as soon as I find somebody with a personality that's interesting. That might be the Instagram clip for this week. (laughs) Your temporary body heat. Here's more of uh, Sophia Franklin, everybody, on the call her daddy controversy. Call her daddy together. March of 2018, we created it. And at that time, we were best friends, roommates, arguably like sisters. Daddy gang, you know you've been there from the beginning. Then we took the show to Barstool Sports. Did Barstool Sports help blow up Call Her Daddy? 100%. After Uh, some time passed, Alex and I then both decided we wanted to consider some other options for multiple reasons. One of them being for the benefit of the daddy gang, believe it or not. No, no, no. It's the benefit of you. Yes. Yeah, you fucking 28 I, year old perspectiveless idiot. Kieran. It's all for the I benefit will, I, of you. Go I ahead. don't want to speak for Lunatic Radio, but I will speak for the Dabro Show. Mm. If a company came along and said, you know what? We want to put our backing behind you. And within a year, we built ourselves up to be able to renegotiate for half a million dollars. I don't care if I can get a million dollars somewhere else. I'm sticking with the one that brought me to the dance. Right. Because there's a loyalty there where you brought me up to this. Absolutely great point. Great. And you deserve for the effort you put in to earn whatever. And later on down the road, we can renegotiate again. But I'm... you know, when it starts to become unfair, when it becomes unfair, they're being fair, which if I'm being fair and you're being fair, I don't want to sever this relationship. I don't want to jump ship and go somewhere else where we haven't built something together just so I can get a little bit more money now, because I know in the long run, we built the relationship together and people, people in the long run respect 
that loyalty together. So you're thinking about it like a like a man, as opposed to a. You know what I am. As opposed to a, a gold digging. Not what can I get right now? Yeah, you're a right, gold digging twenty right. something year old. You know who talks about dating guys to be their sugar babies and whatnot. Uh, you know that's that's what you're looking at. Is they're looking for that next step up? What's the next dick they can grab to move up the ladder? <laughs> Here's more. Sophia Franklin speaks out about the coil dowdy barstool fucking rumors. Full story. Well, whatever. But we did. And do we regret the way we went about it? Absolutely. We could have handled it differently. There's like so many fucking edits in this. Is it the Insta story that makes the edits? I don't get it. But I feel like she's just... No. Like, Insta stories have like a I, certain timeline. I feel like she has like one thought and she's like, Okay, I covered that thought, and now I need to go to the second half of the sentence. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's shot like on a, it's shot like on a cell phone, so it's supposed to look like spontaneous, but then it's cut like fifty times. But we still wanted to work something out with Barstool, hence the meeting with Dave. Work something out? You're a year into doing forty five fucking minutes of work, you fucking twenty eight year old piece of shit. Do a- there's fucking 10 million people out of work. 10 million. We're in a pandemic. And you can't figure out that a half a million dollar contract to do a fucking 45 minute podcast isn't a good idea to take, you idiot. I think it's 20 million, 30 million. I don't know. Shh, I'm not doing millions. What happened? What did I say? I don't know. I think it's more like 20 to 30 million people out of, out of work. Oh, whatever it is. And after the meeting drive your Dave, point home more. Yeah. That's when negotiations started with both guys Alex no and jobs? I yeah. to get a deal done. The fact that Dave Portnoy had these two broads on his rooftop deck, which is I'm sure is beautiful, and was literally having a conversation about these girls who do an hour and a half once a week on a podcast, and he's offering a half a million dollars each. A million dollars combined, and he's and they're they, the fact that he's having a conversation and not thinking they're insane or throwing them off the fucking top of the building. And I, I will tell you this to too: Dave is not a guy who's impressed with how they look. No, he's not. I'm sure he pulls crazy. He's not swayed by that at all. Because he's got a mansion he, in Nantucket. I'm sure he's pulling. That's a gentleman with access to women who are ten times hotter yeah. than that. No. The guy's fucking slain so, serious poon. Yeah. Yeah. So you- so uh this right here that doesn't even know how to frame up an image for her own Instagram right. or whatever this is. She's she's in the she's in the I'm gonna suck this guy's dick uh position. <laughs> she's on yeah. she's kneeling next to her bed. She's gonna suck a dick. That's what she's doing. I'm assuming the million dollar contract means they're not going to have to edit their own shows anymore. They're not going to have to post their own stuff. Right. Fuck so the job gets even easier. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, it's not even, it's not even that it's in context. It's like you went from building and working your own stuff to now I just got to sit in front of a mic, spew out some stuff I'm, once a week. I'm it's, pretty sure when Barstool takes over, they take over everything for once a week. These two have to formulate a few thoughts. Oh, Kieran. And make a half a million dollars a year. On episode 66. And they're complaining about it. They complained about 
not having first dibs on the studio. Yeah. Because well, they didn't have guests. I was going to bring this up earlier. They, when you were talking about, uh, you were talking about uh, O and A having to get up, you know, five days a week or whatever, drive yeah. into the studio. Yeah. They're getting up at three, four o'clock in the morning to make it to the studio for for drive time radio, right? right? Seven be on at six, seven o'clock in the morning. These girls were complaining about they would have to be in the studio in the evening because they didn't have any guests, right? And the good spots, the daytime spots, are all saved for the the podcasts and shows that have guests, right? So they don't even have shit to do during the day. They get up, they can roll out of bed at noon, two o'clock in the afternoon, roll into a studio that's set up for them. This is fucking retarded. Where are we? This is idiocracy, dude. Dude, how easy, your job couldn't be easier. Yet these two fucking dimwits, the call her daddy girls, can't figure it out. Do you have uh, uh, Don Cheadle from uh, Boogie Nights on your soundboard there? This isn't fair. This isn't fair. <laughs> no, all I have is this. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. I might have uh, another one that says... Uh, well, I think I'm going to go if you two are going to just sit around and suck each other's dicks. It doesn't really make sense, but whatever. <laughs> Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. <laughs> this is... It's, it's so frustrating oh my god is it it not because they don't know how awesome they have it oh and it's not good enough which by the way and there's no may i there's no there's no discernible talent there's none go ahead this this is this is very much um a a i don't want to say reminiscent but it, this is very much like uh, a lot of women as far as their status goes. Like you got a like as far as their relationship goes, you got a good guy who wants to treat you well, who wants to make sure you're happy and that you get to do the things that you want to do, but it's not good enough for you, is it? You there's there's something better out there for you cuz you deserve more than that. And and this is just a podcast version of that. This, right. this this podcast isn't good enough for us because we're we're hot chicks and we deserve more. We deserve more than a half million dollars plus half the merchandise plus this and plus plus the rights to our own name. Unreal, dude. It's un unfucking real. Here's uh more of <laughs> Sophia. Uh yeah. This is where the story gets extremely fucked up. Really? Uh, extremely fucked up. This is where it gets extremely fucked up. Is, is Barstool Sports approached us about coming on their network. And all of a sudden, we're doing like big business. How fucked up is that? This bitch, that's, that, this bitch that is talking is about the, the most important thing of her career. And where she's, what she's doing is kneeling next to a side of a bed. She's not even in a fucking chair. Is she in a hostel? What, the, what kind of bed is that? Even? Right. The, the uh. fact that she said, this is the messed up. This, this is the effed up part. This is, this is not the fact that you have an audience that, that gains you a half million dollar contract. Right. To me, that's the effed up part. Yeah. But I am, I am actually, I mean, if a, if, if a guy's doing this, 
speech on his Insta stories. And he's, you know, arguing about a half a million dollar contract for doing 45 minutes of work or an hour worth of work that's recorded um, and edited. I mean, I'm sitting in a chair in some sort of computer room or office and I'm not kneeling next to the side of a bed to exploit the fact that my only talent is that I'm sexy and I want to paint the impression that I'm just, you know, kind of blowing guys or, you know, it's sex, 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 sex. It's not what I say on the microphone. It's sex, sex, sex and how I look. That's what it is. This is all this. Their whole show is bullshit. You've got guys that put a hundred hours a week in for a half million dollars. Yeah. And they have to do 45 minutes. Right. Fuck you. Me too. (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. Wow. I think we're looking at it all wrong. I think what it is, is we need to stop. We need to stop doing our shows and we need to go hire the the one Some good young attractive girls to if, do and just produce shows. If there's any good that's coming, if there's any good that's coming out of the pandemic, is that the Me Too movement is done. Stop, <laughs> stop with your it's, shit. So what we've seen here is that it's so hard for a woman to make it in a man's world that if a woman talks like they think guys talk in a locker room. They get half million dollar contract. Right. If a woman goes online and goes on Twitch and plays video games that a guy would play, they get a half million viewers and uh, donations out the ass. Right. So, so it's so hard for these women that, that to do this stuff that uh, we got to pay attention to them and make sure that they're okay. It's it's the, it's the page Sparenek factor. Paige Sparanek is is a hot chick that plays golf. She played college golf. She doesn't even play PGA Tour golf. Yet she's more famous than any other LPGA Tour player. It's you are living my dream on nothing other than your looks. Right. Right. And And it, 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 it is so evident in how she's speaking, too. I mean, she's, she's so vapid. Her speech, her, her, she's so, she's, her, pers- you know, she's just out. She's not even there. Right. You can't relate and, to this and, fucking drone. And it doesn't go the other way. And by, 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 by what I mean is you have a guy that looks like Brad Pitt with no talent. He goes nowhere. <laughs> John D. Newell's checking in. Ha! Eddie Murphy. <laughs> well, the uh, Jace Car driver there saying new mission to the, the the podcast pimp, pimping podcast, pimping cast. That yeah, that and seems- all you're doing is you're just pimping out hot chicks on your cat on your on your podcast. Yeah, all you need to do now is say forget it. Lunatic Radio is a network, and yeah. I'm going to go down to the coffee shop and get as many bikini baristas as I can. Yeah. on this microphone. I tried saying is, I will tell them <laughs> this is what you say, and uh, we'll sell it, and you'll yeah. get. And it can be like cam girls. There was a there's a guy I listened to. He had a cam girl site. He basically for like one cam girl, a good one would bring in forty grand. He'd give her four a month. Yeah, because he paid for the housing and everything. So you could have you could you live in my apartment. You do this. You do that. Oh, I'll provide everything. But uh, you make you make two grand, well, and they don't even the they can't and they don't grasp the concept of what you could make with it, right? They don't, they don't even know you can make forty grand. Well, they couldn't. I don't know if I want to be a forty-six. They knew that, uh, but they couldn't make the forty grand without him. Uh, so right, they would leave, 
Here's more Sophia Franklin from the Color Daddy podcast that is no more. Alex had gone behind my back and done something. And I found out it wasn't the first time. And that's why we're here. Right. The, 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 only, the only thing she did was she went behind your back and said, hey, I do a lot of the uh, posting and editing and uh in production for the radio show, so maybe I should get a couple more grand than she does because she just comes on the show and talks about fucking, you know, the the Kardashians and the guy's dick she sucked the night before, and that's it. I should get but a little I bit do. more. Be honest but with you, if the lunatic radio show went to Barstool and was in these girls' positions, I honestly, I'd probably go 50-50 anyway. She said you're going like, <laughs> This is an agreement that should have been made from the get-go, though, right, right? right? Like, you should make an agreement. Like, Josh right. and I will make an agreement right now. This girl's not- I don't care. I don't care who gets offered. Josh gets offered more. We'll take it. Who the That's f- fine. Who the fuck? What is this? This girl's so, such a dullard that, she, like, she believes that somebody is going to believe her side based on what she's saying right now. They went and offered her more money, even though I'm the one that does all the impressions. Like, and I'm hey. the one. Me. <laughs> and me and Jim Norton riffed the whole show, and she just sits How's back the and runs thing? the up board. Do an opening thing. Oh, you're doing an opening thing. I mean, she thinks she's like the, the conductor of the show, but whatever. I know how to do radio. I remember when Josh was... I remember, when, I remember listening to the opening Anthony show and, listen, and hearing Josh in the studio. <laughs> That's great. Classic. I remember that. Like that show. Opie was nice to me. Yeah. I liked Opie. He was nice to me. No, he, I, remember, I remember. He's always been nice to, to me too. He, he's actually actually had. I forgot to tell you this, Josh. Not even like a like a month and a half ago, I was texting Opie back. We had a, we had a, we had a like eight back and forths on, a, on nice. a text message. I liked Opie. I don't know. I, he wasn't I, a bad dude. I, I feel like he got a lot of a lot of bad stuff, and I'm sure there was a lot there. Not to like. There's no power there anymore, but you know, like I feel like he kind of got a bad uh, rap. Oh, we could probably get on. Probably podcast. not. I don't think he got a. Bad I'm on our podcast. We could probably have. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't think he got a bad rap. I think he probably was a pain in the ass. He might have been a pain in the ass, but what I'm saying is, as far as everybody on the show hating him, I think there was a little bit of there. I, there, there was more there that I, I think. I, I don't know if Anthony would ever be in the position that he is without Opie. So I think he. No way. I think well, I think, I, think I think Anthony needs to give Opie a little bit of slack. Yeah, well, I, I think Norton does. I think too. he does I though. Think, like, I, think I think all of them do. Yeah, I, th- I think he said that he wouldn't be there without Opie. Like, he admits he, that, like yeah. I wouldn't have been there without Opie. Opie's the one who brought me into the business. So what we're saying, Sophia, is you need to say that you wouldn't be there without Alex. Right, and then we'd be fine with it. I trust admit, Alex. I feel betrayed. But ultimately, she was my best friend, and that doesn't change overnight. And I'm willing to do call her daddy. I really am. I just can't do it under the circumstances that she wants. I can't do it while she's demanding Zero that she controls the show. What does that mean? I don't want to be like her employee. Right. She doesn't want to be the oh, second. Oh, she's, she's, uh, using the, she's using the language. She doesn't she's wa- using the Jim Norton language in the argument. I, I don't know. I work here at your pleasure. If you fire me, you can fire me because I, I, you're the boss. Right. But what she's, I can't do it in these conditions. I can't do 
It's 45 minutes. She has 45, 45 fucking minutes for a half a million dollars a year. Under do these the conditions. fucking show and shut up. That's it's the host. It's the host co-host argument. If are I'm we the, both co-hosts or I'm, are you the host and I'm the co-host? If I'm this fucking girl's father, I'm fucking slamming my fucking head against the wall. Her dad was out of the picture a long and time ago. And even their host co-host, <laughs> co-host is making the same money as host in this yeah, scenario. Well, yeah. This is what fucking, so, this is what Manhattan does to you. Living in Manhattan and, and having that kind of lifestyle, you have, you lose it. Making that kind of money and not living in the suburbs, you know? Not not being the bridge and tunnel crowd, living in Manhattan and, in an apartment. This is what that shit does of, to you. Part of the problem is you lose her looks. Her looks give her an option. Right, it but may it, not be forever. No, but not, she's got an option to move up. Yeah, but ne- based on her looks. But but yes, yes. But her her media uh, stance for the last week is fucking destroying her looks. No, no, but but she can go. She can still get into the right clubs and meet the right guys to where right. you know I meet a guy who makes a million and a half dollars a year. She'll be so on. I'm entitled to at least seven, you know, uh, seventy five, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars once we divorce, kind of stuff. It's a pretty easy argument, though. Dave from Barstool should just go. Okay, cool. You go out. I want you to record me an episode, and uh, I want it by Tuesday. Let me see what you got, and have her. Record it, produce it, edit it, and give him an episode. Leroy Jenkins, call in on this, 716-325-0299. You're chatting or with, you're writing some shit in the chat room. I want to hear your perspective on this because you're Leroy Jenkins is our, our former third mic after Josh Gogan. Um, what Barstool could do, what Barstool could do is take this and say, look, here's what you do. I'll tell you what, I'll, we'll let you go for a month. Put your own podcast out for a month, and uh, let's see how you do without us. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Well, that's yeah. the thing they were doing okay, according to Dave. They were that's the reason why Dave picked them up. Okay, but you like, you know, you guys, it's or, it, or us, whatever. When we were doing the show together, we were on page two, sometimes page one of the of, of the. I, iTunes, iTunes comedy yeah. podcasts. Yeah, we we, we were, were no, we were notes and newsworthy. Yeah, on so, our own, on our own. By the way, on our own, yeah. uh, on your whatever. I don't want to you know like take over, but like what what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is they couldn't do that without Barstool, right? So right. Barstool could flex his muscles and say, "Yeah, go ahead, go. You have the name. Yeah. Go for it." No, and I, th- I think Barstool has the power here. I honestly do, because I, I think I think I because because the because the medium is so flooded with people, so so many podcasts. Everybody has a fucking podcast. Um, I think I think the I think the platform, uh, an established platform like Barstool enables if they feature somebody like these girls or. Say like a like a dad bro show or or the LR show or something like that. We can certainly flourish in that environment with that platform. That's that is something. I think so. I don't know. But are you guys laughing at me? No. no I'm looking on their Instagram page uh, of them in we studio talking and the brunette, the brunette uh, without her makeup, without her hair done right, and everything. She is not. 
she drops down to probably what a five. Griffin checking in. This is gonna uh, drive yeah, us crazy. She's got a weird forehead. Griffin, the weird forehead thing. And the blonde on. has a beanie on, so that doesn't. Yeah, that's a that's an unfair advantage. Griffin in the chat room just brought up a stat, and it's gonna fucking infuriate everybody listening to this podcast, um, our radio show, our internet radio show. What the fuck we do? Uh, Griffin in the chat room. Forty five minutes a week Ugh. is thirty nine hours a year for half that a is, million dollars. Oh. Period. And this bitch is fucking. That is arguing. less than the average work week. Yeah. The, the thing she. Year. Both of them should have been on the fucking rooftop deck of Dave Portnoy's fucking apartment complex, blowing him and taking goo to the face. They've Honestly. done a lot more for a lot less, according to their own stories. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They should have been double handy fucking porn style on his dick. For fucking a half a milli. There's a porn piece. stars who don't make that much money. Yeah, these two perspectiveless idiots. These 20s. I mean, I the other girl I feel like I give more credit to. This one, Sophia, this girl's out of her fucking mind. Yeah. Partners, we've always been that way. We've always been 50-50. And so it's putting me in like a an extremely tough position. So here we are. What tough position are you in? You're 28 years old. You're beautiful. You live in Manhattan. You got the fucking suit guy who's your boyfriend who apparently works for HBO and is shopping around your your, uh, whatever talent you have other than looking like a seven in fucking Selden, Long Island. You know, be honest with you, that's what you are. And like, what talent do you have? Other than the fact that somebody stuck a microphone in front of your face at some point. It's always been 50-50. God. Look at what you're being offered. Without Barstool and your roommate, you're making fucking $12 an hour at a fucking Circle K. So, okay, Desi's child knew that Beyonce was going to be the one that was going to go off and have the career. Did they say, no, we're not going to... Because we're supposed to be all the same, and we're supposed no. They were like, "Look, we're gonna ride this as far as it goes, and then when you go off and do your own thing, that's fine." But unreal, you know, unfucking real. You take what's you take the offer in front of you when it's as amazing as this is, and then you 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 know it's gonna end at some point, or. You just play the game and keep it going. Yeah, you run you with it. You keep the O&A thing going for 20 years. Yeah. Devil's advocate, though, maybe, just maybe the boyfriend is trying to take her down a peg or two. No, I, th- I think the boyfriend's trying to, I think he's a pastel-wearing douche. What kind of, gr- like, wh- why would the boyfriend, like, what does the boyfriend get of this? He was, really? try- he was trying like, to he shop around. Suit- he was trying to help them out and try to shop them around. Right. That's what Dave was saying. If he's a suit at HBO, couldn't he get a woman that looks like this that has nothing? HBO's not taking but, on either one of these two dullards. <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah. is like you know, like what is this guy getting out of this relationship? She's awful. Yeah, she's a, she's find a, somebody that is who, that is toxic pussy. Yes, find someone who looks like that that's not toxic. It's out there. Yeah, there's millions of them. They're great. There's yeah. tens upon tens upon tens of millions of girls who are not like that fucking skank. 
and they don't have the store. They don't have the stories. And the, hey, yeah, sometimes they do this just to manipulate the man. And some oh, I I was uh, with an ex boyfriend, and we we're hooked up together again. And I, I he left, and I looked through his nightstand, and I found a thing from another girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, what? What is it? I you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to bring it up. Oh no, hang on to it for when it's good for me. And that was that was verbatim. That was not verbatim, but that was a recap of from episode sixty six, yeah. where one of them, her her ex boyfriend, they hooked back up, and he had a thing in his nightstand from an ex girlfriend of his that that was apparently into him and did, did a nice lingerie shoot or whatever. And she said she's going to use that for fuel later. After after she said that she was only with the ex boyfriend as a friends with benefits type situation. So they agreed that they weren't going to start a relationship back up. We're just going to hook up every now and then. So they, they, they admit that they're manipulative, that they use sex as a weapon, that they are, they are going to do anything they can to further themselves. Uh, basically destroying you as a man's emotions. Why would somebody who is actually powerful in, in an HBO scenario or any, anything like that, why would they want to be with something like that? Why? Right. Well, the, yeah. Because if you're asking me to try to analyze that, I would imagine the guy's a complete douche and he has no other you're, guy friend. You're, you're uh, I'm assuming. He's completely controlled by that girl. Guy, yeah. You're a successful guy in Hollywood. Uh, do you want to hook up with somebody and potentially become a mate of someone who's got that mindset that will surely take you for everything you got right. when it breaks up? He doesn't know the difference. Uh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know it's coming, but he should. We all know. We all see it. I don't know the guy. Obviously, I don't know the guy. You know, but I would imagine that's that's my perspective on what he's it's not obvious. But I mean, you know, yeah. It's uh, it it, it, it this drives me nuts on so many different levels, Karen. Because it's talent for talent drives me nuts. Because they don't have the talent, they don't deserve it. No, as far as I'm concerned, but it's also it shows uh, the dynamic between men and women, and that this whole uh, equality thing is way out of balance, but right. in the wrong direction. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think we're on the same wavelength, dude. I'm like, you know, you hear you, the, the Me Too thing was like a, a giant deal, and I, I was yeah. all I was all for it. I get it, but. And you know, now we're now it's it's kind of switching a little bit. Like we're not, seeing we're seeing the advantage that girls have now that exactly. guys don't. Well, not to revisit the Me Too thing too much, but were you surprised that there's a casting couch? What like in the old time Hollywood type deal? Are you, am I, yeah. like since the Harvey Weinstein the, the since casting Hollywood couch. began? Are you surprised to find there's no. a, like a, a casting no. couch? No, we all knew it. Yeah. We all knew it. And we accepted it. It just somebody complained, and for some reason, it took off. Yeah, but it, so, I, it's wrong. I would imagine my opinion would, of that would be wrong. Yeah, but it then, would be. However, you go all right. I'm a Hollywood producer. There's a hundred chicks just like you that want this spot. What are you willing to do? Right, which is ter- is is not right. Right, but it's but not, how how else do I, I judge? I get it. You're equally talented. But, 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 you're equally- but, but, but what the, this girl, these girls scenario is, is that they're just two girls that had a microphone and they were very open, right? And no, no really discernible talent. There's 
they're not exactly getting on stage and killing it in front of a thousand people. They're, right. You know, so Portnoy just put them on their, his, you know, popular platform and they just flourished because so they were the spotlight. They were just hot chicks. To me, this is the opposite of the Me Too movement where you are being raped, Karen, <laughs> by Harvey Weinstein. Is that what you're... I hate your fucking convoluted fucking deep thoughts. <laughs> no, but, but, but you no, know, like, there's, there's advantages to that. And, and that's, it, it's it right there. If they weren't two chicks that were, yeah. I, I don't want to call them hot chicks because they're really not. They're not, they're sevens. <laughs> they're, they're sevens that dolled it up yeah. and could probably do very well on I a bet singles they, night. I bet you they both have flat asses. Yes. And they both, when you probably get them back to the, the room or whatever, just lay there and do nothing. Even though they think they're they're giving you a great show, I fucked the girl like that. It was like a corpse. So so that's what they are. <laughs> Good job, just face. And that's and and that's the and that's the reverse of the Me Too movement. Is yeah. that you have been working for eighteen years yeah. at this, and they come on after a, a, a few months and and do this. Yeah. There's, there's give and take. It's unfair. Yeah, but, so, you know, right. Be, and I, it's, that's what life is, though. Life is unfair, right? Life's like a jump rope. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, I will hammer the, I'll, I'll hammer these girls until the their careers are over. Which is probably going to be And about hopefully next time I do it, I won't be so hammered. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. Thank you. Good radio program tonight. Amped up, Kieran. I think I'm not uh, ready to let it go. Obviously, at the Dad Bro Show is the uh, the Twitter handle and Instagram handle for the Dad yeah. Bro Show. All your Dad Bro Show needs. Uh, Dadbros.com. Instagram Go to Dadbros.com. At, Instagram at Lunatic Radio is us. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with TJ and the Mayor and Sunday with Kanal Aurora. Rock is off for about two months because he's expecting a young daughter. Coming Whoa! Soon. What? Yeah. Rock is having a baby. Talk, Rock's man. having a baby again. Oh, can't yeah. do a radio show because he's expecting. I was. Uh, he texted me it. today. He sent me a picture of Aiden, his uh, son. I was like, I haven't even met Aiden yet. There's another one coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be uh, I get it up on that old tip here. Rock is gonna be off for about two months, so we're gonna still do radio shows. And uh, probably some solos, and uh, we'll still be on the stand NYC uh, for the time being. And uh, yeah, and on Fridays, I'm trying to push you guys to get on the stand room NYC. So hopefully, we'll do, we'll get oh. that popping. Oh, okay. So bring your fucking A games, fellas. Should've, you should have said that at the beginning of the of this show, not the yeah. at the end. Yeah, it would have been a little bit better if I'd have known that. <laughs> Peace, everybody. We'll uh, catch you next Friday on this radio program and stream.